join us for another episode of Still Token with tonight. We are doing a virtual tour with Cortland Hull, accompanied by Argyle Goolsby. From inside the Witch's Dungeon right here in Connecticut, it's a classic movie museum and all-new location killer displays. You get some insider knowledge from Cortland Hull himself. And uh, yeah, this is an awesome episode coming at you right now. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Your book of life will find you A mile except in my free mind will keep me From under your spells And when we die you'll be Another angel in heaven But me, I'll be A fucking legend in hell Your book of life will find you A mile except in my free mind Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet Films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Another awesome Still Token Dead, powered by the Dorkening Podcast Network. And uh, we have an awesome show scheduled for you today. Our guests are streaming live from the Witch's Dungeon in Plainville, Connecticut, which is now open. Definitely get your spooky on, but with us tonight, we have Benjamin. Welcome back, sir. What up? Still Token Dead? Man, you butchered that Oh, Still Token. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't going to say see that. What, but... See what happens when you take a week off? I get all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and he drops the F-bomb. Oh, yeah. Wow. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Welcome, uh, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey. What's happening out there, everybody? You know, it's um, it's Halloween season. Yes. So I got my glow on so I can find myself when it gets dark. Nice. <laughs> you guys doing anything awesome for uh, Halloween? 
Um, hiding in the I, graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Benjamin, would you like to introduce our awesome guests? Oh, man, we are so, so blessed tonight to have an icon in the uh, horror industry, the curator of one of the oldest classic horror movie museums in the country, Mr. Cortland Hull. <laughs> Accompanied by, who do you want to be tonight? Do you want to be Steve or Argyle? I want to be a leprechaun. No, you can be either one. Either one. Uh, accompanied by the leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Welcome. from um, Argyle Gigglesby or something like yeah. that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Gigglesby, either one. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, just a heads up, uh, just for a little uh, housekeeping, we are running a contest for Evil Ed, the undead gnome. Uh, and uh, there's a link for King Sumo in the chat, depending or in the show notes, depending on where you're watching or listening to us, up or down. And uh, it doesn't cost anything to enter. We're going to be pulling that winner at 8 o'clock tonight. And, uh, yeah. Leo, you cool. all fucked up tonight. I did. I, what did I Lack fuck up? Lack of coffee? I, what? What's I, going I, on I, ju- I just there? had coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why, because now he's all hyped up. Yeah. I don't, it's because I made him change, man. He had this button up, like yeah. I thought it was going to be I'm nice like, and no. Yeah, <laughs> you need Superman. <laughs> uh, yes, Undead Ed from Holiday Crave. What did I? No, nothing. I'm just huh? fucking with you. Okay, you didn't mess anything up, Leo. I'm sure I did somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but we we are we are on a uh, a little bit of a time schedule this evening. Um, Steve Argyle. The Leprechaun has a, uh, a show to do around 8, so we've got to get this wrapped up by 5 of... Yeah, look at me. I'm looking at my wrist like I have a fucking watch on. Yeah, okay. That works. Well, that ought to be interesting, because I don't think we've ever finished on time. No, we've never finished on time. Always prematurely, but never on time. <laughs> so, uh, Cortland, why don't you tell us a little bit about where you are at? We are at uh, 103 East Main Street in Plainville, Connecticut. We just moved here a month ago, and uh, we were primarily in Bristol before, in Bristol, Connecticut. Um, but this has allowed us much more space, the new building that we're in, plus the fact that we're going to be open all year round. And we have something very special planned for the holiday. Can't wait oh. to see that, because we, we kind of get the the 411 on the download behind the scenes <laughs> we're not going to say we nothing still, we were still building it when you were here last right right, <laughs> right. yes yes Cortland uh, was gracious enough to allow Jeff and myself and our filming crew with Mr. Bill Diamond to come on over to uh, the Witch's Dungeon a few weeks back and uh, film some scenes for the upcoming series so keep an eye out for that why do you always put me full screen? Because I'm not you're, that you're good talking. Looking. Yeah, I'm, but I'm just not that good looking. <laughs> uh, so uh, why don't you uh, give us a heads up about what somebody could expect heading on over to the Witch's Dungeon? I mean, this is the weekend to do it. Absolutely. And uh, we have uh, life-size, very accurate figures of all the classic movie monsters from the silent era right up until the mid-70s. And uh, each is in a scene based on that particular film uh, with props and like uh, Henry Hull, which you'll see later, that was my great uncle, played the Werewolf One in 1935. We have a big lab table with all sorts of uh, uh, glassware from, you know, like what uh, 
mad scientist would have. Uh, we have the Frankenstein monster, and we're going to show you just very soon. We're going to bring you over to see Count Dracula and the Phantom of the Opera. But behind us is uh, Mac Drek, who plays not Baratu or Count Orlon. And why don't you tell them a little bit about Count Orlon? Just in general? In general. Oh, okay. So first, Screen Vampire, um, 1922. Max Schreck played Count Orlock. Uh, this was well before Dracula in 1931. Very different than uh, Bela Lugosi's interpretation, as you can see. Um, you know, there's a, you'll notice a lot of more rat-like uh, appearance to him, hence the rats all over his costume that Cortland had here. Those are his little friends. His minions. So, um, but yeah. One well, of the, let's also talk about the, the, uh, the DVD guy coming so about a year and a half ago now, uh, probably actually going on a few years ago, uh, I was up here watching a movie, because Cortland will show movies on the off-season, and uh, Cortland had approached me and asked me if I wanted to write a score for a copy of Nosferatu that he had. So you had like an original... It was from the Museum of Modern Art name. Yeah, so like a first-generation print, but there was no music to it. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to show movies when they're completely silent like that. So uh, it's honestly something I had thought about doing for years, and and it just seemed like the right time when he offered it. So um, I just started writing music for it and got everything finished, hit the studio, started recording it, got most of it done. And it would have been out past May, but then coronavirus came and took a big dump on everything. So, um, <laughs> And we were going to be there a lot on a theater. Yeah, we'd already had um, a theater book and uh, we'd already sold it out. We had the whole thing set up. Um, you know, we were going to show the movie. We were going to have the merchandise, the DVD available that night. Um, but we were going to bring Nosferatu with us. Yeah, but we had to kind of reorient everything after uh, the coronavirus. I had to stop recording it because I had to leave New Jersey, which is where I was recording, and come back to Connecticut because of the whole shelter-in-place thing. Um, so long story short, I ended up getting to wrap it up back in September. And then we decided since we can't do any type of... Um, you know, theater event with a large group of people. We're going to stream it virtually, and that's this Saturday night. Nice. Where can we see that? There's going to be a concert, too. Yeah, then we're doing, my, my band is doing a concert uh, directly after that. So we're going to do the premiere of the movie. Um, and that takes about an hour. The movie's about an hour long. There's a brief intermission, and then there's another concert that my band itself is going to uh, play. And we were fortunate enough to go film down at Bill's studio. Uh, so we had the whole set and all the puppets. And, and we the, brought several of the figures with us. Yeah. Nice. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now, if, if somebody wants to see that stream, I think I heard Jeff pipe in for a second yeah, there. Yeah, if somebody wants to see that stream it. Saturday night, uh, how can they go about seeing it? So uh, tickets are in the form of like access codes, So it's, as it's a virtual event. Yeah. If you go to www.acwnnprod.com forward slash shows, or if you can just at least make it to acwnnprod.com, just look for shows, and then you'll find it. And that's... I'm that's short for A Corpse With No Name Productions. Yep, yep. Uh, I believe that's in the show notes, correct, Leo? Uh, it is. Where can people find it? Uh, up above, above or, down, or below. down below, depending on where you're watching it. <laughs> uh, so, Under the tree. <laughs> up here. Uh, so this is uh, uh, Nosferatu uh, behind you right now, and I have uh, I pulled up your Facebook pictures uh, just to show people uh, some of the stuff you got there. Oh, we're going to go over and show you Dracula in person. Nice. <laughs> and yes, we have a, a. If we can go back to that other shot you showed of the heads. Yep. 
the band that uh, because we have a whole room with where we have original makeups and original props that were actually used in film that people can see at the Witch's Dungeon and that's the first leg of the tour that they take and uh, that's an actual Linda Blair exorcist head that was created by Dick Smith that you see on the far upper left and uh, far upper right is Dustin Hoffman's makeup from Little Big Man. If you notice it has a little similarity to Old Barnabas if you ever saw Dark Shadows and that's not a coincidence because Dick Smith also did the makeup in Dark Shadows. Well so you start off with head. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, you said it. I did not. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we. This is a family show, really. <laughs> it is eighteen plus tonight. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. The museum is a family museum. <laughs> it's a family museum. <laughs> uh, so several families buried under. <laughs> now, uh, for uh, some people that are probably uh, wondering, you know, uh, they may be, you know, a little f fearful going out. Uh, what What are your precautions for uh, for uh, uh, for well, everybody? Uh, we require that everybody that comes in here wears a mask. I mean, not a Halloween mask, a protective mask. And all of us that run the Witch's Dungeon, we either wear masks or we have the shield that we wear. And uh, so there's uh, virtually no chance of that contract anyway. Not only that, but we only allow five people in on e-tour. So I should say, when you do come, we don't know what the weather's going to be like this weekend. If it's rainy, be sure to take an umbrella. If it's cold, be sure to dress warm. Because unfortunately, we can't allow too many people in here at one time. That's the only way we're able to have it open, is because we have very limited numbers of people that are actually in here, and then they go out another exit. So uh, we keep moving. I think that would actually make for a better tour too. When you don't, it's not like overcrowded and too many people. That's true because at five, it's a nice number. You're not crowded in, and uh, I think they get to enjoy the tour even more because mm -hmm. we have two live tour guides. And this is sort of the uh, the format I I developed that all the characters, well, most of the characters in here were in black and white movies, but we've done them in full color with. <laughs> vivid color with vivid lighting uh, almost like if you ever remember the Basil Gogo paintings on the cover famous one we tried to replicate that feeling and uh, so all the creatures are in color but then the tour guides are totally black and white they have black and white makeup black and white costumes and they're the only live thing in here are the two tour guides and so one does one half and one does the other half the first one uh, her character name is Carmela Karnstein of Vampire and then the uh, second tour guide is Farnsworth Butler. And so the two of them will take you through the tour. And uh, they're very knowledgeable, not only about the tour itself, but if anyone has to, would like to ask some questions about the acting play part, they're very, very about that. So, so maybe we should uh, uh, grab this sure. and uh, take them in to see Dale. Shark Bites, Shark Bites Podcast. It's the greatest show in history. From the Dorkening Network, hosted by a nerd who's named Patsy. From movie reviews to tips on surviving the coronavirus, Shark Bites has it all. Follow us on Facebook and suggest topics at sharkbitespod at gmail.com. Available on iTunes, 
Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Well, before before we before we go taking him in to see that, I just want to touch okay. on something real quick with with okay. Cortland. Um, I mean, you're the curator, you know, of the museum. You've put your life's work into this, but something that we got to see when we were there was a little touch of something else that you are involved in, and that is um, painting. painting. Um, oh, yeah. Let let's touch on that just real quick, and then we'll we'll take off and do your tour. All right. Well, the thing of it is that uh, you have to realize this is my passion. It's not what I make my living at the, the, the right. Dungeon. I, I love it. It's something I've always loved since I was a kid. But uh, we have to pay the bills. And, I, and what I do, uh, my artwork, which I've done for many, many years, uh, is helps fund the Witch's Dungeon in a way. Um, I'm a scenic artist. I do scenic paintings for vintage carousels uh, all over the country. And as a matter of fact, one of the most, one of the best known ones that I did was for um, Binghamton, New York, uh, Recreation Park. It's the carousel that Rod Sterling rode when he was a boy. And all the scenic paintings I did on the top order of the carousel are basically seen from the Twilight Zone. And uh, it's become very popular for fans of uh, the Twilight Zone to go up there and see it for two reasons. One, because of the paintings that reflect the uh, episodes of Twilight Zone, but also because it was actually a carousel that he rode when he was a boy because Rod Sterling was from Binghamton. In, uh, uh, New York. Excellent. But that's cool. I didn't that, know that. That's exactly what we, I wanted him to touch on because we got we got a, a tour through the back factory uh, when oh, we were yeah. down there to yeah. see them, you know, preserving and, and refurbishing. And, yeah. It was um, unbelievable. The vintage carousels. And it was uh, it was pretty wild. It's pretty oh, wild. Yeah. This is a huge carousel we're working on right now. It's from Rye Playland, New York. And uh, I've got 18 paintings to go around the top border and then 18 other paintings to go around the center core where the band is. I also have to paint scenics on the band or well. Awesome. So he's constantly busy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't twiddle my thumbs much. No, no, you don't. <laughs> Um, on that note, Leo is going to take us to a quick commercial. Then we, then when we'll we come, when then we come we'll back, uh, you guys, you guys okay. will be ready, and we'll uh, okay. we'll give these these viewers uh, something to awe. Okay, that sounds okay. good. So uh, I'll get to this quickly. Uh, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Now more than ever, we need to support indie artists and indie businesses. You know, <laughs> like Witch's Dungeon and Deadly Grounds Coffee. They're also here in Connecticut. And, uh, you know, just, it's the best coffee you'll ever have. Uh, here we go. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't have <clears throat> good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Okay. Yeah, looks Yeah, it looks great. That looks fabulous. Oh, by the way, we're back live. We are. <laughs> Surprise! All right. Well, what we Keep have you on here, your toes. This is what I based a lot of the figures on. This is a live cast of Bela Lugosi. This is actually taken of his face. And then when I sculpted the head that you see on the figure, it's based on this. However, you have to in mind, the eyes are generally, they're always closed when the live cast is taken. And so, therefore, I have to re-sculpt the eye area of Bela. 
that's an important factor of, of Bela is that intense look that he has as Count Dracula. So that's why uh, with this, and also I use glass human hair, and they look, when you see them in person especially, they look very realistic. Yeah, they did. And uh, so, uh, we'll tell them about the ring. Oh, yeah, well, I didn't I didn't think to wear it. I have the real Dracula ring, but we have a replica of it on Bela's finger here, mm-hmm. and uh, the Dracula ring was worn originally by Bela in Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, but before that, it was worn by John Carradine in House of Frankenstein and House of Dracula. Uh, one that I have is in solid white gold, and as I say, unfortunately, I forgot to wear it tonight, but it was uh, exactly like the one that Christopher Lee wore in the Dra- the Hammer films contract now uh we uh also we do have a replica of the crest over here on the casket we have actually a couple of them in here uh but that's similar to what the crest on the ring looks like and then also we have a replica of uh Bela's medallion that he wore in the film so we try to be accurate as possible to the various aspects of the character and the costuming in these movies that's incredible, actually. That's just creepy looking. <laughs> I'm a little creepy. And you can see by the lighting, we we, uh, we want to give it a very colorful atmosphere, like the what I mentioned, the Basil Gogos paintings, the mm-hmm. famous monster. Now, if we can go over this way, we have uh, oh, but behind me. Wait, a minute, first of all, let's show them the organ. We have the. Uh, uh, an organ that actually Bill Diamond created, which is really more elaborate than the organ was any fan of the opera. And I, I really love the design that Bill created. Then over here, over this way, we have, uh, first of all, we'll, we'll go to Eric. Uh, that's the way the fan of the opera looks after Christine rips the mask off of him while he's at the organ. And uh, Lon Chaney Sr. played the, the character of the fan of the opera or in the 1925 classic, The Silent Film. And he was not only a wonderful actor, but he was an amazing makeup artist. He did all of his own makeup, which many years later, the other actors, when the sound era came in, there was a makeup artist union. So therefore, people couldn't do their own makeup. But also, Cheney came from stage, as did my great uncle, and most stage actors did their own makeup. And when you consider they were using very crude materials like mortician's wax and glowing and uh, uh, very crude materials to create a character like this. And today they have a whole crew of people that are doing latex uh, and, and uh, uh, you know, like maybe 10 people that are working on one character for a movie. Now up here on the staircase, we have a marbleized t- staircase here for him. Uh, in one part of the film, um, Lon Chaney has a phantom. He is spying on the opera singer and her lover at a masquerade ball. And uh, he wanted to be, of course, as inconspicuous as possible. So he's dressed as Red Death in the movie. But it's one of my favorite costumes from the film. And that was replicated by my mom, who was a, a costume designer. She did a lot of costumes for the stage uh, when she was younger and even for Broadway. So this is a very intricate costume that she uh, recreated from the film. The mask, of course, I sculpted of, uh, of uh, the Red Death. And, uh, this is all done in velvet and other materials uh, accurate to what film was. Wow. And the Phantom is one of my favorites. I, uh, 
My folks gave it to me on film, and if you remember 8mm when you were a kid, uh, I had the film in 8mm when I was like 7 or 8 years old, and I can't recall how many times I watched it. It's always been my favorite, and it is even today. They never made another Phantom film that was as good as the Cheney original. Right. So, uh, we're going to do a little plug here. <laughs> we did a, uh, a, a documentary on the Phantom of the Opera called Unmasking the Masterpiece. And if anybody would like that one, uh, we cover all the different versions of Phantom of the Opera, including the Broadway Phantom. We have actually the actor that was known best for doing the Phantom six times or six years on Broadway, and that was Hugh Panero. So, we have actually the, one of the Phantoms that appeared in the show, uh, as well as. Uh, Carla Lemley, who's the niece of Carl Lemley, who's the uh, founder of Universal Studios. So it's over 500, I think it was close to 700 photos and uh, posters that we restored before this. And that's available through our website, uh, www.preservehollywood.org. Uh, that's the Phantom of the Opera, Unmasking the Masters. So anyway, uh, we can travel into the other room if you'd like to, and we can show you the Frankenstein Moth. And uh, for those of you watching or listening, we do have a link to uh, the website in the show notes down below or up above. It's uh, preservehollywood.org. Well, I hope this isn't going to be too loud for us to hear. We want to get uh, Frankie all charged up, so that's why we're, we're starting off with his uh, gizmo that we have here. And this is a replica of one of the gadgets that was in Bride of Frankenstein, so that's why we, we recreated this very close to what it appeared in the film with the insulators and everything that were in that film. But we'll we'll close it off because I understand that it's difficult for you to hear us otherwise. And over here we have, of course, the Frankenstein monster, played by Boris Karloff himself in the film uh, that was uh, from 1932, no, 31, I'm sorry, 31. Uh, that was at Universal Studios. Makeup was created by Jack Pierce. And Jack Pierce also did the makeup in The Mummy, and he did the makeup on My Great Uncle Werewolf London, too. Wow. By the way, a little trivia. Boris Karloff was not his real name. His real name was William Henry Pratt. And the reason that he changed it was because he was considered the black sheep of the family because his brothers were in Parliament and they didn't want to tarnish the, uh, the, the Pratt name. So that's why he took on the name of Boris Karloff. Um, and then later, well, then his brothers wanted to know him when he became a famous actor. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Isn't that right. always the way it goes? Isn't it? Yeah. But uh, his daughter, Sarah Karloff, has been a great, great friend of mine for many, many years. And uh, she's just a wonderful lady. And uh, she, uh, she's she been keeping alive the memory of her dad through appearances that she's made at different film conventions. Nice. Excellent. So then, shall we talk about Uncle Henry over here? Uh, Uncle Henry. The uh, Henry Hull, who was the werewolf one in 1935. And that film, that he was the very first movie werewolf. And that was six years before Lon Chaney Jr. became the Wolfman. Now, uh, I just would like to clear up one little thing because, you know, rumors die hard. And as Uncle Henry said, uh, rumors make up Hollywood. People would rather believe a rumor than they would the truth. Uh, there's been a rumor that Henry refused the original um, makeup, which looked a bit like the Wolfman, uh, because they claimed that because of vanity purposes, he didn't want his face cut. That is not true at all. 
And many of these self-proclaimed film historians have claimed that only because it is a rumor. Now, the reality is that this, it was way script was written in the Werewolf of London script. Two of the characters in it, uh, Valerie Hobson, that played his wife in the film, and also Lester Matthews, uh, they recognize him when he's the werewolf as being Dr. Glendon. And as Henry said, how can I be recognized as the werewolf when I'm in makeup as Jeffrey's teddy bear? <laughs> because it completely <laughs> covered his face. So he was really adamant that uh, the makeup be toned down so it would be believable they could recognize him as the werewolf. Uh, Pierce was, by that time, he considered himself the golden boy of Universal, and rightly so, because he created the monster and the mummy, and he also did a character on uh, Boris Karloff in the old Dark House. But, um, and he actually, Henry actually worked with him in uh, Great Expectations a year before, where he played the state convict Magwitch. But he couldn't agree with the makeup on this because it didn't work as the way the story was So, uh, since Pierce uh, would not change it, uh, Henry went to the head of the studio, Carl Lemley, explained the situation. Lemley agreed that Henry was right about this, told Pierce he had to change it. Pierce was livid, and uh, Henry suggested the widow's peak because he felt it gave the character more demonic look. And uh, so Henry went out, but uh, then there was this rumor that came about that he refused it because of management, which is really ridiculous because, after all, Henry did his own makeup on the stage, and uh, he would not have objected to it in that regard. So I just wanted to clear up that rumor. Clear. Loud and clear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that makes perfect sense, though. I never heard the rumor originally. Well, now you did. Now I did. And now I know the truth behind it. You know the yeah. truth behind the rumor. So um, now over here, we have a much later character, of course. This was the original Fly from 1958. And that was uh, David Hedison. And uh, his brother in the film was played by Vincent Price. And a lot of people tend to confuse it that Vincent Price was a fly, but in reality, it was David Hedison. Of course, David Hedison was known uh, for playing uh, the captain in Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, uh, Captain Crane in that. Uh, very nice man. We did a lot of shows together, a lot of shows together. And he just loved it when I brought the figure of him from the fly to the show because all fans wanted to have their picture taken of David with his alter ego. <laughs> And of course, as you probably know, the uh, character, why he became this way, he was a scientist that was uh, developing a teleportation unit, and he, his atoms became mixed with those of a common housefly, and he became part man, part fly. That's why the head and the claw of the fly but in the hand of uh, the doctor. So, and this was the original version in 1958. No, the classic. Uh, yes, yes. 
So we could move on to one of my personal favorites. Uh, I mean, I love all of them, but uh, this is one of my favorite Vincent Price films. This is The Abominable Dr. Fives, or Dr. Anton Fives, and that was uh, Vincent Price's film from 1971. And uh, he was horribly disfigured from a car crash that he was racing to the bedside of his wife and uh, Victoria and uh, his uh, limousine careened over uh, horribly disfigured, could not speak, So, but he was a doctor of musicology and a number of other things. So he was able to recreate his voice through this gadget you see here, which we call the Dr. Five's voice revitalizer. And it was connected to his neck and it went through this horn. You have to take, realize this took place supposedly in the 1920s. That's why the Morning Glory Edison horn, uh, which actually is a real one. This was a uh, real Edison horn. Uh, it's made of copper. Anyway, uh, we can try to be as accurate as possible for the props as well. Um, so in the film, he blames the doctors and nurses for his wife's death. He used the nine curses of the pharaoh to get rid of them, which were bats, boils, frogs, and numerous other rather unpleasant things. <laughs> Thanks to Dr. Five. Wow. Well, that's cool. Yeah, all I can say is wow. I said all I can say is wow, wow. It was kind of like when we were there and you gave us a little behind-the-scenes tour for ourselves that we were both like, wow. Yeah. The history is mind-boggling. It is, it is. Uh, you know, we encourage anybody, you know, everybody watching, everybody that's going to watch this later, everybody that's going to listen to this on the rebroadcast on Hellfire Radio, Um Definitely, definitely worth the trip down to Connecticut to check this place out. I mean, the history is just it's it's mind boggling and you it's know stunning actually what you get yeah. to see walking through there it is yeah the camera does the camera picks up the, the 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 realness behind it but in person it's almost like they're breathing you know well yeah this what we've shown is only just. Uh, less than half of the full tour so uh, there's a lot more to see but well you we can't give it all away we want you to come see it you know? that's right and uh, well, what we could show them maybe after we show them uh you know like like jeff and i always say you know you just give them the tip yeah. just the tip make them purchase the shaft <laughs> Don't give away the whole, the whole farm. <laughs> right? I thought this was a family show. Yeah, they went out the window after like 20 seconds. <laughs> Leo was dropping F-bombs. We were, we were doomed right there, man. It was derailed into the trees. We were done. But it is great because um, it's uh, several people have said that they're so tired of everything being virtual and nothing being real that they can go see. Right. Uh, we're very fortunate, and we're, we're very careful, as I mentioned earlier, that we can have it available and people can come see it. But uh, in reality, of course, we are wearing masks when, when we have people come in, and uh, we, we uh, insist that they all wear masks when they take the tour. But when um, uh, we only allow five people in at a time. But it does make it intimate in a way, and they get to see uh, uh, the characters where you've gone to where the 
20 feet away or 30 feet away from you. They're within about three to four feet of you. And so you can see all the detail in the figure themselves as well as the costume. I think that's what people really enjoy. It's a personal encounter. Yes. You know? Yes. It, it's sort of like, like one person said, I stepped on the set of the movie when they were making Right, exactly. And that's, that, that just makes it so awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like you said earlier, now's the time to go because, uh, you know, with all the protections in place, you know, going in small groups of five people, you get the best experience. You really will. And uh, uh, only, as I say, we don't know what the, the weather is going to be like this weekend. So we do encourage you to check on the weather beforehand because, unfortunately, we can only have a very limited number of people inside the building. So you may have to wait outside before we get those five people in the, and the next group. So be sure to either dress warmly or take an umbrella, depending on whether we're going to get it. Now, uh, how long does the tour take? Uh, I'm sorry? How long does the tour take? About 20, 25 minutes. Oh, okay, cool. Several different parts to it. Right, right. And uh, uh, it's just so people know ahead of time it's cash only because it's too difficult to deal with credit cards or checks or whatever. So it's just cash only. All money left over to buy the DVD. Yes, make sure you take enough with you so you can buy the, the Phantom DVD. Absolutely, absolutely. See, now, I, I think you should. That's right. As, as Steve says, it's free shipping. You can pick it up yourself. Right, right. <laughs> See, now with the weather turning the way it is, I think Steve should set up a little place outside and sell Witch's, Witch's Brew. He could sell some hot cider, some Witch's Brew. Oh, I can do that. I was thinking more of just being a gargoyle, just kind of waiting in the wings. Right? Uh, you could definitely pull it off. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I've, I've got some gargoyle tendencies. I think I could make it work. You pull off the vampire very well. <laughs> yes, he does. So uh, what, what, what hours what, are you what, open this weekend? Excuse me? What hours are you open this weekend? We're open 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday every weekend. And I should mention that we're open next weekend as well. And then we're going to shut down for just one week for one reason only. And that's because we're going to turn it all into a monthly holiday. And it's going to be all the classic monsters, but how they're going to celebrate the holidays. It's, nobody's ever done this before, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we're super yeah. excited <laughs> to That's uh, cool. see that. It, it shows the the, uh, the festive side of the monsters. <laughs> right. So instead of holiday elf, monsters. Yeah, instead of elf on the shelf, you have Frankie on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Drax in the back. Yeah. Drax in the back. Phantom on the fireplace. Phantom on the fireplace. <laughs> Look at we just gave you a whole new line to put out. <laughs> For only five percent. <laughs> oh my. So actually he's working with me and when we do the transformation of all this into the holidays. That's gonna look so cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it will. It'll be a lot of we're going to urge everybody again to, uh, you know, take take the family down. It's very inexpensive and uh, have some fun, quality time, you know. Yeah, and uh, close Learn. close to Plainville is uh, near uh, Hartford, uh, not too far away from Hartford. 
And, uh, you know, which in itself is a ghost town. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even, even for us, it's, um, what was it? Two hours, Ben? Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was two hours from mass, you know, you know, to go so. see, to go see something like that. That's nothing. Hop, skip and a jump. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you make a day of it. You know, it's, uh, we've all been cooped in just, you know, hop in the car, take a little, uh, little drive, see the foliage. See the foliage. Is there any foliage left out there? Yeah. It's very pretty around here. Yeah, it is time. down there, yeah. Yeah. It's very colorful. And, uh, you know, as I say, uh, it, it uh, appeals to all ages because uh, the, the these characters and everybody enjoys them from kids to even senior citizens. Well, it's the senior right. citizens that grew up with it. That's Listen, hey, we're, 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 we're pushing senior we're citizens here. here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, after all, let's face it, and uh, you do the math, but uh, I started this when I was 13 years old in 1966. So uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I occasionally use the brain electro stabilizer to charge things up a little bit. <laughs> you don't have a special wall out that you just go over and plug it into? <laughs> I need to be recharged. That's right. He's only temporarily on, on the left table. I go up just for events. <laughs> no, I, <clears throat> I I know you guys talk about you know uh, the the seniors loving you know the Universal Monsters, but you know it's it's, it's all ages, even. Uh, you know, uh, um, they keep on putting the Universal Monsters set on sale. I keep on seeing tons of pictures on uh, Facebook. So okay. even new fans, you know, are, are really, really uh, sucking in the uh, Universal Monsters. Right. And they've been coming out with some very nice little figures of the classic monsters. And of course, when I grew up, it was the uh, Aurora model kits that they came out with, and you built your own monsters. But to me, the problem with that was they were only eight inches. And I wanted them life size because you can't be afraid of something that's only eight inches tall. And did I say that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something. I was gonna say something too. But now you I can't be afraid to. of something eight inches tall. It's gonna be like I don't know. I bet there's some women out there that would beg to differ about that. <laughs> yeah, I did. I cut the brakes real quick. <laughs> this is like, oh well, okay. Yeah, it's been said. Sorry. <laughs> Listen. I have done my job tonight because not only have I made Leo blush, but I believe Cortland's blushing over there as well. <laughs> it's the lighting. It's the lighting. We'll blame the lighting. It's good. <laughs> blame Bill Diamond. It's the lighting. We do that all the time. <laughs> uh, when in doubt, it's Bill's fault. Yeah. Uh, so uh, check the show notes down below or up above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And uh, you'll find a link to preservehollywood.org and a bunch of other links as well to uh, learn more about the Witch's Dungeon. And also we're going to be pulling a winner to uh, for the contest. Yeah, I was going to say, if you haven't gotten in your name yet, you better hurry up. Yeah. It's, uh, it's free. It is. It just put in your email address and click a link. And uh, you get submitted. Did you say they'll be committed? Submitted. 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 <laughs> I thought you said committed. I was like, yeah. Well, well that too, you know. <laughs> right? <laughs> if you're watching the show, you're definitely going to be committed. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Say 
<laughs> That'll be our oh, wax man. figures in about 20 years. We'll go, remember those token with the dead guys? And our wax figures will just be in straight jackets. Well, Bill Diamond tells me that he's going to make a figure of me just in case I kick the bucket and have a mechanical hand that will go like this. <laughs> It'll be wearing the witch's done hat. Hi, how you doing? This is the witch's done hat. <laughs> the funny thing is, is i believe he would actually do that yeah maybe he's already done it and i don't know he just doesn't even know that he's, yeah. he's got it in the wings waiting in case i crow so. but you're already you're just not aware of it oh yeah. <laughs> he was very crafty he's probably made it to where Corlin doesn't even know he's a rep of me, yeah right <laughs> we are actually See, talking about one of his they're, they're not puppets. They're uh, fabricated Americans. So maybe I'm a fabricated American. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a new one. A fabricated American. Yes, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I can be my own dummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, he pumped the brakes, so I was waiting for, like, the rest of that comment to come in. Nope. I'm trying to be good. Yeah. Two shows in a row, I'm trying to be good. I know. It's uh, it's unbecoming of you. You know, I I think that uh, should be the next item you guys work on to sell at the cons, like a, a stuffed Ben and Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> no. I'm not going to go there. Oh, hey there, Count Panic. I got a question for you. What's that, Bob? What do you know about Mothman, the Loch Ness Monster, ghosts, demons, and things that go bump in the night? Not much, Bob. Well, lucky for you, we host a podcast called Bob After Dark, where we talk about legends, lore, and the supernatural. Wow, where can I find this podcast? Wherever you find your podcast. <laughs> no, that's a good one. That's <laughs> yeah. a good one, Leo. Yeah, Leo, you almost got me to say something there. <laughs> almost. He's trying. <laughs> At least it was stuff and not with an ing. <laughs> oh. Oh. I think I'm going to ask Bill to push you in the water. <laughs> That's right. He'll just do us both. Right. Well, uh, I know you guys need to. Uh, we got a couple minutes left with you, and we'll stay on a little bit afterwards to uh, pull the contest winner. Uh, but any uh, last words of wisdom, or um, you know, for the people just joining us? Yeah. All right. Let's travel, and we'll show you my Zenobia the Gypsy out there. Zenobia the Gypsy Witch. She's my own creation in bonus round. This was how it started. Oh, look at that. And uh, I don't know why she isn't stirring, but uh, she should be something happened to her. Her hand got tired. Well, I'm going to blame Bill if the wire came loose. That's so, cool. I'm going to blame Bill for this. <laughs> I didn't hear that, Bill. <laughs> no, he heard it. He, he, he just went over and shut his phone off. <laughs> Well, it see it, it requires a wire that holds her hand up to this level, and uh, the wire. So. She was stirring a little too much, apparently. Yeah. That's cool well, looking. If you'd been stirring for over fifty years, I think you'd, you'd be a little tired too. You'd yeah, be but, stir crazy. But she still has. We call her Zenobia bubbles. See, yeah. and the bubbling brew. The bubbling brew, and. Uh, oh, 
but uh, she she was my original creation. Um, actually, I, I made her when I was only 12 years old. But over the years, she's had a facelift. I mean, she became, I improved upon her over the years. She should sue the doctor. Right. And, <laughs> and uh, just kidding, Novia. Just kidding. Oh, so many things I could have said. Yep. <laughs> Here we have voice track that uh, June did for me. Of course, June was the voice of Rocky Flying Squirrel, Cindy Lou Who, uh, Granny, and the Sylvester cartoons, but primarily she was the voice of Witch Hazel in the Bunny cartoon. And so she did a special voice track for uh, my own character, Zenobia. And unfortunately, we haven't got that we can play it right now, but uh, if you come, you'll hear it. And you also hear an introduction by Vincent Price, and he also does the final thing that you're, as you're leaving. So uh, there's a lot of unique things to see. Plus, in fact, oh, over here, we ought to show them this. This is a 1940 35mm, and uh, this was actually used back in the 40s. Uh, that's long before you put a little silver disc into the machine. <laughs> you have to actually project film. And a reel like this only lasted 50 minutes. So they had to change reel, and there would be two projectors side by side, and the projectionist would have to change the reel every 15 minutes. And they had to also, it was run with an arc length. And, uh, this is two car arcs that come together and create a spark. So, I mean, very few people ever got to go up to a projection booth to see how the movies were actually run, but this was how they did it. And uh, uh, this, this got incredibly high so that they had to have an exhaust going up to the ceiling for it. And uh, well, I can also show you this is the size of the, uh, wait a minute, size of the film. Uh, as you can see, it's all metal. <laughs> Yeah, it's he it's heavy as hell. It is, yeah. And the film is quite large. It's not like a little 8mm film that you had. This is 35mm. And that's the size of the film that was projected. So um, lots of things for people to see that they may never have seen before. Absolutely. Yeah, so get your asses down there. <laughs> <laughs> I second that I notion. And I third. Even, as you see, we even also have Yoda here, Oh, I so, saw Yoda sneaking in the corner there. Yes, he was sneaking. He was, he was running the projector for us. So. <laughs> <laughs> smart you are. <laughs> Go, you must. <laughs> oh. I see we're running out of time. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. So, uh, so wow. yeah, we'll wrap it up. Yeah, uh, so I urge you to definitely check out The Witch's Dungeon. Links are in the show notes down below or up above, uh, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And uh, they are open, uh, and, uh, you know, it's uh, definitely go check them out. Uh, they have uh, all the precautions uh, in place uh, for how the world is right now. And, uh, you know, the best thing is it's uh, five people at a time. So you get to experience this without, you know, being shoulder to shoulder with people. Get to see the full experience, get real up, up and close and... Uh, uh, you know, I've been there myself. I know you guys have been as well and absolutely love it. And, uh, you know, it's uh, close to the area. Uh, I want to thank you so much, uh, Cortland, for joining us today. Oh, we enjoyed doing it. And uh, come in here, Steve, so they can see before we have to go by. <laughs> yes, thank you very much, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you.
And, and as I say, we're open all year round now, so uh, we will be open next weekend besides this coming weekend. Then we'll be closed just for one week in between when we reset for the Monsters holiday. Excellent, excellent. Very cool. Looking and, forward to that. <clears throat> and uh, if you want more of Steve, Steve, you're going to be doing a show in a couple minutes. Uh, uh, you want to give that a plug? Yeah, so I'm going to be joining my bandmate, uh, a guy by the name of Loki. Instagram, I think it's Loki Guitar Official. Or if you go to LokiGuitarOfficial.com, that's L-O-K-I Official Guitar, something like that. We're going to be talking about some tour stories and some upcoming things we got going on. Excellent. Very cool. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, so everybody right. stay tuned for the contest. We're going to let these guys go. So uh, so you can thank get, you so uh, much for joining us tonight, gentlemen. Yeah, we look forward to seeing you uh, in the very near future. We enjoy doing Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Take care, man. What, that was fun. What a cool place that is, huh? Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, we had we had so much fun. We were able to uh, broadcast. Uh, one of our shows um, with Pete's Diary live from the Witch's Dungeon. We had yep. um, we had the Phantom of the Opera behind us as our set backdrop. It was really really cool. I mean, not a lot of people um, get the opportunities to broadcast. First of all, live from the Witch's Dungeon, but even to get a partial virtual tour from them um, is really is really special. We we definitely think you should all you know take take a road trip. Go down there, spend the day, like Leo said. You know, um, check it out. It's it's definitely worth it if you're into horror and horror movies and classics and just knowledge. And I'm full screen again. You are because you're talking. That's because you got a cool background. Oh, is that nobody's what nobody's looking at you? They're looking at the background, dude. Oh, I figured as much. Yeah, yeah. I'll just. I, I mean, I just go yeah. like this and keep talking. How's that? <laughs> Did that work better for you? Yeah. Uh, so uh, I hear, uh, I know down this way we are getting a little bit of rain on Friday. Uh, I know up north you guys are getting snow, so uh, if you're up north, want to You escape? shut your mouth. <laughs> you don't, don't even say that four-letter word on our show. Especially in October. Right? It was yeah. 75 degrees two days ago. What? I was in shorts and a friggin' t-shirt. Well, a couple days ago it was. It was warm. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I just said a few days ago, didn't I? Yeah, I or did think I say so. two? I don't know. It it was hot. I was in shorts. Now I'm in friggin' pants and my Eskimo suits upstairs hanging up. <laughs> Welcome to friggin' New England. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so tonight's uh, a good night for the big heat to come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you guys turn okay. on your. You guys turn I, on I, your heat yet? Or you, you know you have you know there's two different types of New Englanders. You have people that you know turn their heat on early. Or people that go, I'm not going to turn it on until like November first. Well, normally, normally I, you know, I delay it as long as possible and as long as possible because Anne's working. I'm out in the the wood shop, you know what I mean. Um, but Anne's working from home now, and it was starting to get just a little too, you know what I mean. If she's working, if, she, if she's in the house working, I can't have her freezing. Yeah, that makes no sense. I don't know. My wife would have the heat on in the middle of the summer if I let her. Well, you, you run know. your AC in the middle of the winter. Damn skippy, I do. My my well. bedroom is like a meat locker. <laughs> I'm telling you, it slows the blood down. It keeps me young. At least that's what I'm told. You think so? That's <laughs> <laughs> not what I see. Hey, <laughs> no. two for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we had, uh, I want to give uh, um, 
Cannabis 101, uh, shout out. We were on their show earlier today. That was cool. Thank you guys for having us. Yeah, Lauren um, and Jimmy. Yeah, yeah we, had a, we had a lot of fun doing that. Leo's Unity, po- I, Unity I know, something. I know Leo's behind the scenes pulling a winner over here. Yeah, working on it. <laughs> um, but, you know, while we got a few minutes to kill uh, during the show, we have, yeah, that, that works. Yeah, never seen that one before, so that works. Um, okay, we've got we've got some really cool shows coming up over the next month. Um, next week we have the Bud Grower, Justin. I can't pronounce his Campon- last name. Campone? Is it Campone? I'm not, I'm not even gonna fucking try. Campone I, or Campone or something. I'm not like even that. gonna fucking try. I'm gonna let him introduce himself next week. It's easier. <laughs> it's just so much easier. Trust me. Yeah. I I just will not butcher somebody's name, so I just say I can't pronounce it. I apologize. Who the fuck we, are we you? We butchered butters. We called her Buddha. Well, yeah, but you know that was an honest mistake. B u t t a. You know, it was butter Buddha, but we got it right, so it doesn't matter. So yeah, so that's next week. What's the week after that? Uh, then we've got uh, legendary timing director Richard Gasparian from shows like The Simpsons, Family Family Guy. Uh he's done tons of stuff. A matter of he's fact, he's done a shitload of yeah, stuff. He, yeah. He, matter of fact, he's working on the new Simpsons movie. Uh, and uh, I saw that. So so this is one of the coolest stories I ever heard. So uh, him and uh, Robin, uh, they made a movie back in 1987. Completely filmed it. Yep. Never finished it. They ran out of money. Uh, and, you know, they both went on to their careers. Robin's working for uh, for Disney. Uh, Richard's working, uh, you know, on The Simpsons for 14 years. And uh, they they acquire the, the original film that they had. And uh, they have it finished by Skywalker Sound. Right. So right. you have a film, like a throwback from the, eight, from the 80s with like, you know, a new age polish. And it is That's cool. one. It's a it's a horror comedy. <clears throat> it's hilarious. It's awesome. Uh, you know, it's, I think it's going to be one of the next cult classics. It's uh, House Sitter: The Night They Saved Siegfried's Brain. Right, right. It's available right. available so, on uh, VOD and DVD right now. Yep, yep. And we actually ran the trailer, I believe, in the event. So nice. the trailer to that's running in the event. Um, we also have uh, Jake Horowitz and Storm Stetson from Canada. They just came out with, or Jake just came out with Cup of Cheer, an Xmas rated uh, holiday film. Uh, I caught the trailer. What is, what is Xmas rated? Yeah, I was going to ask uh, that. Is that half rated or is it ram rated? No, or mass rated? You'll have to just watch the trailer. I mean, well, I. I so- I was blessed with the full screening, so... So, um, so I would think Xmas rated would be that it's, like, full of, like, Christmas stuff. It's, like, all, like, you know... Potentially, it's, potentially, It's, it's yeah. all happy, happiness and goodness and... Yeah, yeah, Jeff, it's not your kind of X-rated. <laughs> well, there's some there's some good Xmas movies. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to know about them. <laughs> <laughs> Slip it in Santa, you know? Oh, Jesus. Leo has the power to mute your mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna end off the uh, the month with Ed Till. You know, if you don't know who Ed Till is, look him up. He's a uh, comedian for a long time. He runs a uh, radio talk show out down in Florida now. Um, all around, really good guy. I'm not gonna give too much away on. I guess you're gonna have to wait for the shows. But we've got some some really good shows coming. We're booking some cool shows for December right now too. 
Ross, for, I'm going to have to do my homework on some of these. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'll just send you the press releases. Like I just read the press release and then I watch the the trailers and try. I try to watch the films, um, but with us filming right now, it's it's getting tough to to keep up with everything. To be honest, I, you just you stay know? up late. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I I gave a whole new respect to actors and actresses. After the last two rounds of filming, when you're on set from you know anywhere from seven a.m. start or nine a.m. start, and you're not walking off set till midnight, one o'clock. Wow. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's you know, and then doing our own stunts is cool too. You know. Yeah, you so. think so? <laughs> <laughs> just just mad because I got to land on the mat and he had to hit the concrete. Oh, ouch! <laughs> it was fun. Uh, it was fun. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I, that, I, yeah. I urge everybody. I like to... it, Bill. No more takes on that one. <laughs> Got it in take one. <laughs> uh, Go ahead, Leo. No, I was just going to say I urge everybody uh, to check out uh, Still Token With, and uh, links are in the show notes down below or up above. And, uh, you know, if you're coming over from uh, Hellfire Radio, uh, check them on out because uh, the pictures from your filming are awesome, and I can't wait to see it. You know, it's. Uh... Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. Uh, still looking for sponsorships. I mean, I'm going to drop that on our show tonight, too. You know, um, this is an ongoing filming endeavor. It's not just a one and done. Um, we're hoping anyways. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, and I, um, I also want to say that um, issue four is almost completed. Yes. Uh, yes. And we'll be out, I'm hoping, uh, about a month. Nice. Yeah. We'll be dropping We'll be dropping the cover soon on yep. the Facebook pages, so keep an eye out for that. Um, yeah, I mean, we just got, we got a lot of cool shit, you know, hanging with the dorking all the time. I mean, yeah. you know, that's our so family right we there. We blew them off last week, but it's hard to do a show when you're driving. Yeah, we literally were in the car on the way back from filming when we were supposed to be on, so it just... Right, uh, right. You know, you know, oh, in two weeks, we're going to be broadcasting live from New York. Yes, we're not sure if we'll be at the studio or if we'll be in the hotel yet. It all depends on the, the Wi-Fi situation. Right, right. You but know. we'll be down there. Very cool. Yeah. So that should be interesting, too. That's that's a show we can seriously fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that's with Richard Gasparian, too. So did yeah. I pronounce that right? Right. Uh, yeah. Gas- Gasparian. Yeah. Uh... Gasparin, Gasparin. I think I don't it's know. I'm gonna, I, I butchered the fuck out of yeah. it. I'm gonna let him do it. <laughs> Sounds like my wife, Gasparin. <laughs> uh, I I was gonna say this earlier, but I couldn't find it fast enough. Um, so I was messaging Tom from uh, uh, from Deadly Grounds Coffee uh, yesterday. Yeah. And uh, so he's going to be having a um, uh, discount uh, for um, the night before Halloween. That's Devil's Night. Up until Friday election. night. Yeah. Uh, so Friday up until election day. So keep an eye out on Deadly Grounds for that uh, discount coupon. Um, but he has a new flavor, the Highland Zombie Grog. He said it's been very popular. It uh, tastes like aged scotch. So it's like iodine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hot iodine then. Yeah. It's an wow, acquired it's an taste. Flavor. Okay. Scotch is, a, scotch is an acquired taste. Yeah, I mean it's a scotch is whiskey, base. right? Yeah, scotch is a it's a it's a whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A good aged scotch. I don't know what makes we'll it better or really what makes it different, but it is a whiskey. Yeah, normally whiskey I'm, you just slam. Slam. Yeah, you don't slam. Sip, you don't sip that shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like drinking fucking iodine. Uh, 
Uh, actually, nice. uh, so so normally if I've uh, been out for a while, you know, my dad always said, you know, whiskey will kill everything. Uh, so I got a b- bottle of whiskey, you know, I'll just, uh, you know, slam like two shots just to like burn everything. That explains down. everything from yeah. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> explains everything i saw yeah. i saw the pictures you were were you uh at the, at the beach this weekend uh or were you guys you guys went and did something nature nature oh, yeah. i yeah uh, you, and the, you and the wife yeah we went to uh rocky neck state park uh, that's so, what it was so that's it's, what a, it was. it's a beach yeah so he's been slamming his whiskeys every night since yeah. <laughs> did they have pumpkins like uh, jack-o'-lanterns oh no it's it's just a beach we took the dog out to uh to walk uh so it's um oh, okay yeah, it's are just, they doing that one at um in Rhode Island, that they always do. Yes, and it, this year it's a drive-through. Oh, it is. How do they do that? <laughs> you roll your window that you you purchase the AK. Well, at no, the I've been there. It's a walking oh, path. Not yeah. one of those. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I I think they did it through. Well, obviously they must have done it through the. They uh, must have revamped it and did it in like the parking lots and yeah. stuff like that. So right. so for yeah. the listeners, it's Roger Williams Zoo uh, Halloween Spooktacular. And uh, we haven't gone this year, but we've gone every year. Uh, I don't know, probably like last six years. And uh, yes, incredible to see. Yeah, Ben, really incredible to see. Ben, you haven't been? No. Ben, no. don't do that kind of shit. Uh-huh. He hides in a hole. Yeah, it's just you know when you get that many people out in public, there's always somebody that's an asshole. Well, and it's usually me. The first. <laughs> well, I was gonna say this. You know, I usually don't run into that unless you're there. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I just um, it's just not my thing, you know. Well, last couple of years, there's been a lot of assholes. Like when we started going earlier when not as many people knew about it, uh, you know, you can go through. And so it's thousands of uh, hand carved pumpkins by artists around the area. Um, right, right. And they're all lit up and, you know, you go through each area, they'll have like, you know, like a, um, a Marvel movies area or. Yeah, it's all themed. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. And they'll have like a section, you know, dedicated to the celebrities that died, you know, over here and everything. Um, right. And you get great, you know, shots of the pumpkins. And uh, last couple of years, it's been, you know, just tons of flash photography. You know, people don't realize the turn on. They're ruining it for everybody, you know. Um, right. To have like flashes go off like every two seconds. True, true. Yeah. You know, but I'm that guy that would probably, I'd rather stay home on Halloween, um, pre order Nosferatu, watch that, and then watch the concert afterwards, you there know, you in my jammies. Yeah. Turn off yeah. all the lights so you don't get, uh, you know, trick or treaters and. No, yeah, I do nobody, that anyway. nobody can look in the windows and see him. <laughs> I do that anyways. My wife goes out and buys candy every year. 99% of the time she's got to work. <clears throat> so I legit, I go, have a great night at work. Oh, don't forget the candy. Yep, yep, the trick or treat. Yep, I got it. Yep, lights are off. Boom, I'm sitting on the couch watching a movie, eating the fucking candy. Nice. <laughs> How many trick or treaters do we have? I'm like, I don't know. I think I mocked it somewhere, but I don't know, like 10? Uh, we we went through a bag and a half. <laughs> yeah, we went through a bag and a half. I'm not feeling too good. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, but with COVID, it, you know, it's like we don't even know what's going to happen. I told my wife, we've got this really big hill yeah. in the front of the house that comes up to the front door. I said, I hope it's cold enough. I'm going to wet the hill down <laughs> so it turns to ice. If they can make it up the ice, they get the piece of candy. If not, uh, well, I guess it's mine. Yeah. Uh, growing up where I used to live uh, at my parents' farmhouse, uh, it was a long dirt road, and everybody was too scared to go up it for Halloween. We never got trick or treaters. <laughs> she, she, she's watching from work. She's like, "Liar! I haven't bought candy in twelve years." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was trying to make you seem like a nice person. 
So um, a winner get pulled, I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, so tonight's winner, uh, and let me pull up the picture for it. Uh, this is for Undead Ed uh, from Holiday Crave, and you'll find a bunch of information for it uh, in the show notes. Uh, but the winner is Tom Arcade. Uh, and uh, we have your email, and Ben's going to be emailing you for your information so that he can get right, that out right. to you. And we have uh, a new contest beginning. We do. This is uh, uh, Stabby. What's his name? Stabby what? I don't fucking know. I gave you the show notes. It's Stabby. <laughs> oh, it's Stabby. Stab- <laughs> it's just yeah. Stabby. Just Stabby. Okay. This is Stabby uh, number the two. In the, this is number two in the set of three. So get right. your. Uh, how big are these things? Bigger than eight inches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're like I a be- foot tall, right? I believe they're twelve inches. Yes, yes, they're okay. twelve inches. That's bigger than eight. Yes, yes, it is. <clears throat> um, but this is number two in a set of three. And I'm gonna put the link to it right now in the uh, chat for those of you watching. So that you can get a uh, early entry. You can get an early stab at it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right, I'm going to go eat chicken. You're going to go choke the chicken? No, I'm going to eat chicken. Yeah, yeah. You ain't going to eat shit yet. He hasn't closed the stream yet. We're still live, dipshit. (laughs) I know we are. He's like, I'll just push leave studio. Fuck you both. That's it. See? Uh, no, we'll definitely wrap it up. So, Leo, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I want to thank everybody for watching, and we urge you, you know, definitely uh, check out Witch's Dungeon. I got all the information and shown us down, low, down below or up above. And, um, you know, they're open uh, five people at a time. Everybody's wearing masks, uh, so it's, it's definitely safe for you. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's a blast. You know, if you love the old classic Universal Monsters, it's all, you know, it's a lot of it is uh, screen-used items um, and a, a lot of history. A lot of history. And uh, for me, just Google Leo Pond. You find a bunch of stuff. But more importantly, head on over to thedorkening.com where you can find all the shows on the network there. And, uh, yeah, I don't like that shot. There we go. Um, <laughs> I don't like that shot either. Oh, makes feel, yeah. yeah, it makes me feel, like, squished. Crunched, yes, yeah. 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 <laughs> Let me out of the middle, man. I ain't no freaking cream in the cookie. Uh, and uh, we're going to be uh, going live again at 9 o'clock. Tonight we're talking about horror video games on The Dorkening, so that's going to be a fun show. Uh, nice. But, Jeffrey, so we can let you have dinner, where do you like um, people going? Facebook. Facebook. Go to Facebook. <laughs> He's to the point tonight. He's like, fucking Facebook. Come yeah, on, everyone. Yeah. Just, I, I use Facebook. I mean, you know, you use all that other twiddle and dumble and all that, you know, Yahoo fucking shit. Right? I don't, um, yeah, I don't get into it. So Facebook, you'll find me. Send a message. I'll answer it. Maybe if I like you. <laughs> uh, Benjamin. Oh, as Jeff said, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. Uh... Fuck Google. Stilltoking.com. Stilltoking.com is up and running. Um, you can't purchase anything on there yet, but we're getting there. No, but, but the, the, link, the link to the merch, to the uh, apparel is there. Yeah, the link to the new apparel store is there. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know if, yeah, fucking yeah. That's how we go. <laughs> I'm just I'm just wasting time, so Jeff has to sit there. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. It's all good. <laughs> no, it's in all, all good. seriousness, man. Right. Uh, to all Thank everybody for joining us. Hey, shush. <laughs> My turn. <laughs> My turn. To all our veterans and first responders, we want to thank you for doing what you do every day so people like us can come up here and do what we do every day. We love you all. We'll see you next week. Stay safe till then. We're out of here. Bye. Peace out. Your 
Fucking legend in her 